Welcome to Season 2 of Spark Reunited, a series of shows celebrating 25 years of broadcasting on this student community radio station. Whether it was Utopia or Spark, the people featured on the station have made it into what it is today. And as today's Sparkies, we are forever grateful for them imparting their knowledge onto us, and we decided to pay it forward by sharing it with you. After such a successful Season 1, where we heard the likes of Emma Millen, Chris Stevens, and Rob Dowell, and this season, we'll be speaking to more ex-Sparkies and Utopians like current Capitol executive producer Callum Hyder and BBC West Midlands producer Adam Pender-Smith, along with loads of other guests who will share their radio insights and experiences with you. In this episode, our guest is researcher at BBC Scotland, Ellie Marsh. Hope you enjoy. Hello, I'm Daniel Russell, and you're listening to a special edition of Spark Content. I'm here with... Ellie Marsh. I'm a researcher at uh, BBC Scotland in the Audio Drama and Readings Unit. Very good. So when you were at Spark, how were you involved? What were you contributing to the station? So I started off in my first year doing a pre-recorded early breakfast show, which was terrifying the first few times I did it. Um, So I did that for like half a year and then just realised that presenting really wasn't my thing. I didn't really enjoy it. Um, So I've moved more into the the producing side of things that I've always listened to more speech radio than than sort of music stuff so I've always listened to things like LBC and Radio 4 and podcasts more than sort of specialist music shows um so I started getting involved in more of the speech content at Spark things like we had a show called Honest Politics um, a sports show and things like that um and then in my second year I got more involved with that so as a speech assistant along with two other people um at the station and then in my third year I moved up to head of speech which was lots of fun Moving on from when you were at Spark, what did you then go on to progress into your career? So the first job I had after I graduated was a pizza delivery driver for a well-known pizza chain, which was great. <laughs> um, but in terms of like actual you know, media industry jobs, um, after about a year, I got a job at a radio station called RNIB Connect Radio. So they're a charity station based in Glasgow and they... Um, have an audience of blind and partially sighted people. So it's a lot of speech programming, um, a lot of sort of day-to-day programming, sort of breakfast drive, you know, all the general stuff. Um, so I was working as a content producer there. So it was very similar to to the role at Spark in terms of doing, you know, you have your fingers in so many pies when you have community stations or charity stations because it's usually quite a small team, so, which is great because you get to try all the different things. You get to try your hand at social media, or a bit of music, a bit of events, all those kinds of different things. Um, and I was there for a couple of years. And then in August last year, um, I got a job as a researcher at BBC Scotland in the Audio Drama and Readings Unit, which is where I am now, which is great. I mean, it's completely different from sort of daytime programming, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. And how is it when you got the call to go and work for BBC? I mean, it's obviously one of the biggest, if not the biggest uh, broadcasting company in the UK. That must have felt good. It did. It was really, really awesome. I mean, I did my interview. I was on holiday in Berlin for my interview and I was really nervous that the the Wi-Fi was going to drop out and things, but it was all fine. Um, yeah, it was a good day when I got that call, for sure. So what specific skills did you gain from Spark and how have they helped you progress into your career? Oh, specific skills. Um, I guess, I mean, editing is one that's really, really helpful. I mean, a lot of jobs, not so much mine, but a lot of jobs in radio, 
you're expected to be able to edit even just basically yeah. um, and that's been really helpful just to sort of understand audition and you can sort of transfer those skills then to lots and lots of different softwares um, and just having that baseline knowledge is really really helpful especially when we're in studio so when we're in studio recording an audio drama there's a lot of files obviously because you're doing you know there might be 20 scenes and you have three four takes of each scene so you have to know how to label things and how to make notes and being able to understand the editing process as the person who's making notes for the editor, it's been really helpful to know what they're going to need. Um, so that's something that's, I guess, is a practical skill. Um, I guess the other thing is just like when you're in the media hub and there's people who do fashion journalism and sports journalism and musical theatre and then you've got your radio guys. I think being able to sort of work with different people and sort of collaborate with people in the media hub that all have different skills, I think that's been quite helpful in sort of my work so far uh, and being able to sort of collaborate on things maybe that you don't know so much about, but being able to find another member of the team that does and being able to sort of collaborate with people. Um, I think that's been really helpful thing that I've brought from specifically like Spark and the Media Hub. I don't like presenting myself. So as a researcher, what is your day-to-day -day average schedule? So, I mean, my role is probably a bit different to sort of maybe a researcher in a daytime show or an afternoon show or something like that. But specifically for drama, um, generally I'm contacting actors, I am formatting scripts, reading a lot, listening to a lot, um, helping the producers with sort of anything that they need really. There's a lot of travel involved, a lot of organisation. Um, and then I mentioned before as well, when you're in studio, that to me is the the reason for, for doing it, that's the fun bit. Uh, when you're in studio and you get to watch the producers and the studio engineers and then these amazing actors as well. Um, and just being able to watch and soak up their kind of expertise. I mean, some of the people in our team have been have been working in this field for 30, 40 years. So just being able to sit and watch, I mean, I'm doing my notes as well at the same time, obviously, but like being able to just sit and, and, and watch and learn from them. And then even if maybe you don't, don't, didn't want to do radio drama and you want to move into podcasting or documentary or daytime programming, it's all about stories at the end of the day. And I know that sounds really cliche, but it is. And if you can watch and learn how to create a fictional story, you can then use those skills in other fields as well yeah definitely who who is the most famous person that you've either watched or had to work with <laughs> that's a good question um i mean i've only been here for about uh, how long nine months now but um one series that i would like to mention and it does include the most famous person i've worked with which is um, jack loudon who's a scottish mm -hmm. actor brilliant yep. scottish actor um and it's a series called An Eye for a Killing, which is a five-part podcast series. It's a collaboration between BBC Sounds and BBC Radio 4. It's a documentary drama, and Jack is the presenter of it. So he's, he leads us through the story. There's clips from professors and people who have written books about William Burke and William Hare, who killed 16 people in 1828 for money and sold the bodies of those victims to an anatomist called Dr. Robert Knox. So that would be, sorry, the, the, probably the, the most famous person I've worked with, but that's the biggest project that I've been involved with as well so far. And that's coming out on BBC Sounds on the 28th of April. So if you want to get involved, you want to check out a little bit of audio drama, you want to dip your toe in, that would be the one I'd go for. It's very exciting. I'll be definitely tuning into that. Um, so what piece of advice would you give to those who are either at Spark currently or looking to venture up those big stairs up to the hub and get involved? The big scary stairs. I would say just do it. Like I was, I remember my first year, uh, like the whole of my first year, I was absolutely terrified of the media hub. Because when, when you're in your first year and there's people doing masters and everybody seems to know each other. Um, but once you get up there, everybody's so friendly. 
So just just do just do the long walk up the stairs. That would be my first bit of advice. My second would be just just try everything. Don't think that because it's not your your degree that you can't do it. So if someone's doing so- social media and you're doing radio, it doesn't mean that you can't try social media at Spark. I would just say try everything. Try a bit of TV. Just try and do as much as you can and try and push what you can do. So get into the TV studio, try and produce some video content. Just, yeah, try your hand at everything and, and just try and remember the skills that you've learned. Don't just do it for the sake of it. Try and actually learn about what you're doing practically. That would be my biggest piece of advice. Yeah. And flipping the question, what is the one piece of advice that's been given to you that's benefited you most in your career? Ooh, that's a tricky one. I mean, I guess the biggest piece of advice at uni that I got was in like, you know, the first, when you first get there, uh, you have these panel discussions with previous students and they're like, oh, savour it, it goes so quick. And you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then suddenly you've graduated and you're like, where's, where's three years gone? So that would be my piece of advice for uni students would be just savour it. Like, yeah. it does really go really quickly. Um, but I guess the biggest piece of advice in my career is don't stay somewhere just for the sake of it. I think once you once you once you're in a job and then you're not enjoying it or you're not putting your you're all into it just move out of the way like cuz there's going to be somebody else who's going to want to come in and, and give it their all and you need to I think at that point you need to move on and try something else so that would be my advice don't just stay somewhere because it's comfortable and because it's it's secure if you can definitely try and sort of push and and move, and move on and try different things Fantastic Ellie and now the big question the last question what was your favorite moment or memory at Spark? Oh, that's a big question. Oh, there was so many. I love Spark. Um, I guess probably the election coverage of the the winter of 2019, like pre-COVID, crazy times. Um, but that was a lot of fun. We did like a TV debate. We did lots of collaboration with BBC Newcastle and we helped them sort of um, put on a few different panel discussions and things like that. And then on the night, we had, you know, the full the full hog of, you know, overnight coverage. And we moved the studio up into the media hub and we had, like, roving reporters and everybody just really clubbed together to make it a lot of fun. And we got some really great content, some really great interviews. We also managed to link up with some different studio radio stations um, across the country, which was great. And congratulations, by the way, on your recent Spark Award. Thank you very much. That's- that's great. Um, so yeah, that would be my, my, my favourite memory and just, just making pals as well. That's, that's a big thing. That's brilliant. You know, you're not that actually, obviously it's the second season, you're not actually the first person or the second person or maybe the third person to mention that elections was one of their favourite nights or favourite memories at Spark? It's, it's really, it, it really is. It's, it's, a big, it's a big thing and it takes a lot of work and I feel quite privileged to have been able to do it because I know that obviously with elections not being every year, not everybody gets to do that. So I do feel really privileged to be able to have, have got that, that yeah. experience. For more episodes from former members of Spark and Utopia, keep listening to Spark Reunited, sparking your interest in media.